All right, guys, we're back with You're Your Biggest Critic podcast. And today I have a Mackenzie Wilburn. She's part of the Real Housewives of Death Valley. She is a content creator. She's literally the sweetest soul. Um, I just want to say thank you um, for coming on. And I know it's the holiday season. And so she's super busy, but she came on. And we're going to talk about stigmas around not going to college today. And I want to give Mackenzie a chance to give her intro and tell us a little bit about herself. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. What an intro. That was very, a very kind <laughs> intro. Love that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am, like you said, Mackenzie Wilburn. Uh, I am a full-time content creator. I started doing YouTube about probably like a year, a year and some months ago. Um, and it kind of just came really natural to me. And um it took me probably about like eight months into it to decide that this is something that I think I could do full time. So I just kind of took a leap of faith and did that. So that is what I'm doing now. Um, I am engaged. I'm getting married in four months, with it, which is literally crazy. I know yesterday Congratulations. was- Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, yesterday is four months until I get married. So I'm just kind of in the limbo of things right now where I'm just- I'm a kid trying to figure it out, but I'm also about to be a wife. So it's, it's, it's a really interesting stage of life, but I'm loving it. Yay. I know. I feel like I see you like do all the things and you have so much grace and like gratitude and you're just kind of like living your best life. So it's like so fun to see. And now you're on the podcast, which I'm so excited about because I watch your YouTube videos and like, they're so awesome. So thank you. Thank you. I was the other day I was watching some of my old YouTube videos like eight months ago and like even into like last December. And I was like cracking up by how much I have changed in the last like six Mm -hmm. months because I can't even watch those videos. Like they're so cringy and the editing is like not good. And so I'm like proud of how far I've come. So that's very nice. You should be, yes. And I feel like COVID and quarantine have just aged us all. Like I even like was posting for one of my friend's birthday today and I was like scrolling back and I was like, wow, we've really all like have aged and really almost like matured more than we really could have because of quarantine. So it's like fun to see yourself grow. Definitely. But speaking of growing, we are talking about stigmas around not going to college because correct me if I'm wrong, you did not go to college or you did for a little bit? Nope, I never went. Okay. So tell us like a little bit about that because like growing up, um, I always was like told like, you know, you go to college, you go and get married, you start your family in like your twenties and it's, um, it really has changed. And so I love hearing everybody else's experiences with that. Cause I go to a four year, um, college in Raleigh, North Carolina. And, um, but a lot of my friends have done like the wig tech kind of path and they're actually have like big girl jobs and like they do, um, school part-time and but work full-time so it's really cool to see everybody's different career paths especially now with social media becoming so big that you don't really need to go to college um but yeah tell us a little bit about that so I honestly did not feel a ton of pressure from my parents to go to college my dad never went neither did my mom and they had pretty successful careers so they kind of never pressured me to really go I think that they would have liked me to go. I think they, they kind of just 
let me choose, which was very helpful. I think it's harder for people when they feel like maybe they're letting their parents down or like their family. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I didn't have to worry about that was really helpful, but I kind of just knew growing up that I was more of a creative soul. I really never pictured myself like having a typical nine to five. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's definitely not for everybody. My friend right now is doing a desk job from nine to five. And like, I would go stir crazy. Like that's her thing. Like she loves it. But I'm like, that's not for me. I know. I always say like, we always need someone to like, go be a doctor. We always need someone to go. Like I'm not anti-college whatsoever that if it's for you, it's for you. And if it's not, it's not. I really just think like, we need more people to like step into who they actually are so that we can like, be creative and, and have joy in what we're doing and what we're creating. And I feel like the more you like really get to know yourself, you're able to kind of see whether or not that's going to be your thing or not. And so I just kind of knew, I would probably say like my ninth grade year, halfway through, I was like, I really do not see myself going to college. And I remember telling my friends that young that I was like, I don't see myself going to college. I don't know where I would go. I just never, it's so weird because looking back, like all these people would have dreams. They're like, oh, I'm dreaming to go to USC. I'm dreaming to go to Clemson. I'm dreaming to go to Ohio State, like whatever. And I just never had that. I literally, I just kind of always knew that was not going to be my path. And so, yeah, I kind of knew that young. And again, luckily my parents were not too hard on me about it. And they pretty much were like, listen, you don't have to go to college, but you do need to figure out how you're going to make money. You can't be poor. You're not going to live off of us. And so, yeah, um, yeah she's like, sorry, but like, the, the, you're not going to live here until you're 28. So you need to figure out something that you're good at and learn how to make money doing it. And so it was so nice to have that creative freedom from my parents and like the grace from them to where they were able to like kind of just give me the freedom to, to choose that. So um, yeah, outside of high school, I started doing insurance, which is my mom's company and was pretty good at it, but I actually hated my life. <laughs> um, it was really horrible. I would come home, all my friends during that time, God bless you, because I would literally come home and bawl my eyes out every day. Um, so I knew I didn't want to do that forever. And after my dad passed, I ended up getting a job at Clean Juice because I was like, listen, I want a job where I don't have to think. I can just like be around people all day. You know, I can just make a smoothie here, make an avocado toast there. And like, that'll be fine. And so I did that for a little while, kind of got back into the insurance thing for a little. And now here I am, it really worked out for me. But like, I really, I really did have to like do a little soul searching where I needed to figure out, okay, what do I believe about that I'm good at? Like, what do I believe about myself? what do I see myself doing? What would I be happy doing? And it kind of like just manifested. Yeah. I love that. I feel like, and you did not fail at all, but I also feel like in college or in like trying to find yourself, like you just said, and soul searching, you have to kind of fail a little to oh. really find yourself and grow in that failure. And I think people our age, um, don't like to fail and so when they like see people that like are not going to college we put the stigma on them and like there's no stigma because you're so successful and like you didn't go to college and like there's a time when I really wanted to drop out and was like college is not for me mom like I don't know and my parents were very supportive either way that I went um but I just feel like we should destigmatize like 
people not going to college because like like you said like we need people more in these creative roles because our life is like becoming more creative because of the social media and podcasts and YouTube and like everything else like I'm a nanny and my kids love YouTube like I don't know if you know like Stephen Share. He's like way younger, <laughs> but he's yeah. a YouTuber and he grew up in Virginia and um, they're like obsessed with him and they want to become like, just like that him when like they grow up. So it's like, there's really no more Disney channel. There's more of like, okay, like I want to become a content creator when I grow up. Yeah. And so how would you say we could destigmatize some of that and get more people in the creative role? Yeah, I think you kind of hit it right on the head with saying that people are scared to fail. And I like to think of it like no matter what you do, whether it is you go to school or you don't, like if you're going to be lazy, you're going to be lazy. And so it's like, if you really just work on like who you are as a person mm-hmm. and like your character and like building that, no matter what you do, you like, you're going to be successful mm-hmm. or like, if, if you do the opposite of that, no matter what you do, like, it's not going to go well because you haven't built like what you need to succeed, like in your character and your leadership and whatever else. Um, but I would just say like, just in general, not being judgmental of people who do want to do things maybe out of the box. I think for example, people are really judgmental about like, obviously like influencers, I think get some judgment, but like photographers, photographers even like if people are like I want to be a full-time photographer people are like good luck like you should get a side job too like they're just not very supportive so I think just in general as like a society and as people just being supportive of other people's dreams and not shutting them down and I guess just like helping people like move along mm-hmm. I think I they're like, like we're very progressive right now Mm-hmm. And so like people need to have a more open mindset to that progressiveness for sure. And I think that like to our generation, whenever you hear someone's not going to college is a little bit more open to that, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we're moving in the right direction. I just think that like, if we could just remove judgment in general and just like let people do what they think they're good at and they can learn and they can grow and they can fail and learn again. And we just as a society can support that. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Failure is a part of the process. I mean, if we all were perfect, this world would be so boring. I mean, like we wouldn't have anybody to look up to. We wouldn't have um, role models. We wouldn't have half of what we have today because those people failed. I mean, like, let's be honest, like Jennifer Anderson, like didn't become Jennifer Anderson, just like out of the blue. She she had to like work really hard to get where she is. And, um, and so if people like her can do it, people like you and I can do it, but there's more judgment towards us because we aren't the Jennifer Andersons of the world. And what would you say about like manifesting? Cause I like heard you throw around that term and more people are like getting into that kind of realm of things I believe in manifestation um, yeah what do you think yeah I think well I like I'm a Christian so like I think that people have made manifesting kind of weird and I don't think it's weird like I kind of I kind of envision it as like I'm making my requests known to God yeah and I'm believing I'm believing that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and if it doesn't it doesn't if it does like all glory so it's like 
I think less than it's like the universe is working for my good. Like if that's your thing, then like, mm-hmm. okay. But I think like, because I'm a Christian, I kind of view it more as like, I'm believing that only good things come my way. And like, I am blessed and favored. And so like, I can make my request known and believe that it's going to happen. And that's just kind of how I view manifestation. So no, I, I do too. I just sit there and my superpower pose and be like, this is going to happen and it's going to be great. And if it doesn't, then it's not meant to be, you know? Exactly. I think more so like, I just like to speak life into things. Like I'm like, I will work with this brand. I will make this amount of money this year. I will, you know, so that's how I view it. Yeah, no, I, I like that. More people have been starting to get into manifestation. And so it's like cool to see, but um, I just didn't know your thoughts on that. Yes. So as like a content creator, you're up and becoming, you have these brand deals that are awesome. Your content is growing. How, um, like, would you say like you became a content creator or like, did you just wake up one day and was like, okay, like I'm going to do this. Yeah, I think it happened really quickly. I really was not trying to do that. It just kind of happened. I really just thought that YouTube could be fun and it would be fun to like look over the memories over the years. And so that's where it kind of started. And I had like a little bit of a following on Instagram at the time, but it really wasn't like, it wasn't crazy. I think it was like 10K or something when I started. And so I wasn't getting like any deals with Instagram or TikTok because I wasn't really like, big on those mm-hmm. um and then when in when YouTube started I started getting like a lot of DMs asking um if they could send me a product and I would put it in my YouTube channel and so I was like why not why would I not get free perfumes why would I not get yeah. free makeup whatever and so I started doing that and then eventually I just kind of took it in my own hands and was like I'll do it for 150 I'll do it for 350 I'll do it for 500 I kind of just started like yeah. raising my prices and seeing like how high I could go honestly mm-hmm. and eventually it just started becoming like an every week thing I had one or more brand deals and it was small they started off really small and I think that's kind of how everything starts you just have to start somewhere yeah I just took what I could get and eventually I kind of proved that hey I can make good content I can bring your, bring your business a lot of attention. And it kind of just grew from there. And then once I realized like, Hey, I'm making like good money. Um, and really this needs to be my full-time thing. I I started, um, not really having enough time to edit. And I wanted to get like two videos out a week. And my day job was like taking away from the editing time. And I was like, you know what? Not in love with this job anyway. What if I just like took a leap of faith and trusted that it was going to be fine and the first month I did that was like my my biggest month and then a month later is when my manager came and her name is Logan she's the best thing that's ever happened to me she's truly a godsend and um ever since then it's been like such a blessing and yeah so I guess in a way it fell into my lap and then also I usually have to start somewhere yeah no, I like that. So with YouTube, you do it kind of with your friends. Y'all mm-hmm. have gotten the name of the Real Housewives of Death Valley. Can you tell mm-hmm. us how you got, y'all got that name or like who gave it to you or, you know? Yeah. 
it's truly a joke like we don't like actually refer to ourselves as that like it really is like just a funny thing people started taking it like super serious and it is funny now like people just call us that and it's like whatever haha um but I think whenever I first started, people were like, you're so full of yourself, blah, blah, blah. But where it came from, the funny thing is, is my fiance commented on all of our, we posted like, I think like the same picture after a football game one um, Saturday or something. Mm-hmm. And he commented on all of them, like the Real Housewives of Death Valley, like on all three of our pictures. And I'm not joking. Like since that day, that has like stuck with people. And I don't know how many he people started it. <laughs> Yeah, he started it. And it was like obviously a joke. Like he wasn't like, you know, yeah, like, Housewives of Death Valley. But like he like he just said it as a joke. And now people really call us it. And it like kind of stuck with people. So I think it's it's just a funny, fun yeah. thing. And yeah, I mean, we aren't anymore. We're we we're split yeah. up. So but yeah, that's where it came from. That is so funny. Well, what would you tell people who maybe don't want to go to college, but want to become a content creator who don't have a support system at home like you did? Yeah, I would, I mean, obviously, you know, respect your parents. I'm not saying go against their wishes at all, but I think maybe you can kind of just like start maybe in school. And again, you can always go back to school and you could always drop out of school, but like, I, I was always there. It's just a building. Honestly, it's always there. You're right. Um, so I would say either have a job and do this on the side or go to school and do this on the side and kind of show your parents like, Hey, this is like a real thing. And I'm taking it seriously and really treat it as a job because that's kind of what I did in the beginning. Like I treated it like if I don't put a video out on Thursday, then like I could get fired. Like that's, that was my mindset. And so I always made sure that I was like really consistent. And I think if you could just show like your parents or like whoever your support system is that like you're taking it seriously and it really is like a serious thing that you could be successful in, you can kind of work your way up to being like full-time. So, yeah. No. Yeah. I like that. I feel like our parents generation don't know like I'll show my mom a TikTok and she'd be like so who is that what is their names like I'm like mom we don't know this person (laughs) my mom loves asking my mom loves asking like so who is that I'm like I don't know them like they're not like my friend it's just a you it's just a TikTok video I'll send it and then she'll be like who is that how do we know them I'm like we don't know them they're like they're way above us mother (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, well, is there any last like advice you would give um, people or any last things you want to say? And then you can give your socials. Yeah, I would just say, I think if you just spend time, I guess kind of to conclude the whole, you know, not going to college thing, if you just spend your time really building your character and like who you are as a person and really learning how to love yourself as a person, whatever comes, you will be ready for. And so just spend time to really like get to know yourself and really build your character and love who you are. And then whenever it comes, you will be ready for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I guess that's my last minute advice. My TikTok is Mackenzie P. Wilburn. Instagram is Mackenzie Wilburn and YouTube is the same Mackenzie Wilburn yay thank you so much girl it was such a pleasure having you on 
Um, again, I love your content and y'all should go follow her because her content is awesome. And yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening to your, your biggest critic podcast this week. We will be back next week with another episode. So stay tuned, subscribe, like, and comment on all socials. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Thank you.